0: Reclaimed Audio. Upcycling and making with reclaimed materials.
1: Welcome to Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 36 for July 13th, 2016. Sure uh, with me as 37? always is What's
0: that? You sure it's not 37?
1: Yeah, I'm keeping a live count. I'm not. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 37. <laughs> For july thirteenth, twenty sixteen. With me as always is the very accurate Tim Sway.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's me, Tim, and I and usually this is where Phil would say and also with us is uh is William Lutz, Bill Lutz. Um some of you may or may not know that Bill had uh some surgery last week and he's recovering and he's doing fine, but he just wasn't quite up to uh, doing the podcast with us today, so we're a little sad about that. And we're gonna obviously miss his um his interjections because they're so valuable. Um, but what I did is I went back to some of our earlier recordings, and I and I actually built a, a loot simulator. So, um, so well, here, let me try it out. I gotta hang on. I gotta. I
1: can't wait for this. Be I log it up so
0: so we can we can get some some lootisms in here. Like for instance, if I were to say like um, you know so Lutz, uh, what are you doing right now? And then I go utilize. Oh wait, hang on. Let's, let's try another one. All right, bearded beer, beer, beer dragon. Oh, sticky. Try, try that one again. All right, go utilize dragon okay well you get the idea so we're gonna have that going on all right phil um so <laughs> let's see what happens
1: okay all right let's I, keep this part i'm a going. maker man i made this you know uh, this i'm i'm astounded you were able to put this together on such short notice tim it's it was remarkable. difficult Thank yeah uh, this week's top patreon supporters bob, are bob,
2: bob claggett thing 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 oh,
1: hang on. thing thing, right, thing it's a little broken nice nice job oh, on I got... that tim got yeah, now. All right, go ahead. Okay, All right. Luis Gonzalez, uh, Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, Bearded Dragon,
2: Bearded what? Dragon, Bearded Dragon, yes. Bearded Dragon. That's true. Uh, yeah. Edit, edit uh, edit Trustin
1: Timber, uh, Sean Petty, and Scott Turner. So, uh, do you have that under control? Is that under Is that under wraps or no,
0: you know, we should just turn it off for the episode? That's, yeah. All right, I'll just turn it off. Hang on. Okay. That's okay. off now so it won't make any more noise. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, did this, you use
2: did you, use, did, did you use that toolbox?
0: Oh, Jesus. I'm uh, okay. rebooting it. <laughs> All right. We might have to start over, but, um, you know, or we could point out that, actually, Bill Lutz is really here with us. Yay! Yay Dun, <laughs> right, that it's, was great. Is that it was live weird. or is
2: it Memorex, boys? I don't know what. <laughs> am, right. am I the only old person that remembers that commercial?
0: Uh, I remember that commercial, and I I hope that that was as funny in the real world as it was in my head. Probably wasn't, but... Well, we'll fix it in post. Yeah. (laughs) That
2: that might be the intro right there. We'll fix it in post.
0: We'll fix it in post. That'll laugh track, too. (laughs) But yeah, so we're very happy that the the Bill Lutz is is back with us after his uh, surgery earlier in the week, less than a week ago, and he's back home and recovering. So, Bill, welcome back.
2: Well, thank you both so much. I am definitely recovering. I feel like I'm recovering from... Uh, did you guys see the movie with... Um, it was kind of cheesy, a space movie where the bugs... Uh, where it's the Earth against the bug people or whatever, and it had like...
1: Super Troopers. Star, no, wait, no, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers.
2: Starship Troopers. Yeah. I feel like a war veteran from Starship Troopers that got egged by a bug. Of, and of the five right
1: movies out. you've seen in your entire life, that that's one of them. Yeah, that's the one you can actually quote.
2: That's actually a really cool movie. I don't know that I can quote it, but it oh, was really cool. I love cool. it.
1: It's uh, Robert Heinlein who wrote the book. That's a phenomenon. It's a great movie. It's very anti-fascist. Interesting time period for that.
2: Mm. That's why. That's why I liked it. it had nothing to do with the special effects and kabooms. I
1: thought. Yeah, I thought it was just pew pew bang bang. No, no. Very, very, very poignant no. and and topical.
0: It was the whole the the position of these young people going to the military and the you know yeah it was very interesting and a fascist regime to that had citizens, all the citizens yeah. to become
2: citizens yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, well that's what i feel like i'm not kidding i am i am so beat up um from this last week it's kind of weird but it feels good knowing that i'm beat up for a good reason i'm healing and all that and so nothing's wrong everything went perfect it was great i just want everybody to know that um and real quick the love and support all i can say is thank you at this point because if i think about it for more than a few seconds i will start crying like a little girl Dude. or a boy or whatever is inappropriately i don't know but i will start crying so thank you
0: everybody i love you um
2: yeah what a ride guys holy smacks and i have good drugs
0: <laughs> yeah i gotta tell you the out the uh, the outpour outpouring of support that uh, was seen over the web I mean, if, if it didn't make you misty eyes you're dead inside it was uh it was a beautiful oh. thing to see and uh and i was i was honored to to be a witness to that yeah. I you know who few- owes you a huge amount? Uh, that that Lutheran volleyball
1: team. Those guys, <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, first I of all, Sterling
2: <laughs> Sterling Davis started that whole thing. Or, uh, uh, found that, I yeah. guess the Lutheran part of it. So that was pretty damn cool. Yeah. And yeah. of course, a- Andy Andy Berkey and Izzy Swan. Um, you guys, you know I love you. Andy knows it because me and him have hugged. Uh, Iggy, I, Izzy, I, I've hugged you uh, in my dreams many a night, so you are both amazing.
1: I think he'd be fine with that, to be honest with you. He's a big bear of a man, and he's very solid in his masculinity. I don't think he'd he'd mind hmm. a bro hug.
0: I I gave Izzy a hug in uh, Atlanta, so. Oh, there you go. And I'm still. I like, would too,
1: but I'd probably only be able to reach his like thigh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, that's true. You're kind of tall, Tim. I'm Yeah, I'm almost as tall as Izzy, I think. Actually, I might be as tall as Izzy. What are you, 6'17? Well, I'll tell you? <laughs> yeah, six, <17. laughs> I'm 6'17. I'm 6'2. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's, yeah Average that's tall. That's not only super a lot tall.
1: taller than me. That's fine. Yeah. How tall are you? 5'7. Uh, yeah. 5'7 and a half if I wear lifts. <laughs> you can get bigger lifts, you know. <laughs> if I put in some shims. <laughs>
2: But I will say this: you, when you put on your Ryan Gosling costume, you're like six yeah. foot, no problem, every day, every single day.
1: Well, I'm wearing it nonstop, so I guess I am six feet.
0: I, there you go. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do a podcast here. Oh, oh yeah, let's do
1: that. Okay, well,
0: for,
2: let me say thank you to both of you guys for having me back. Um, I got a, I actually because I'm. I have people that do love me and care about me. And like I said, I got to thank everybody. A couple people wrote to me and said, hey, would you mind if we accept the job offer from those guys? And I'm like, <laughs> I'd rather let's play it by ear. If I don't make it, if I'm dead, then sure. But so they held off, you know, and thank you guys for not pursuing more than like six other replacements. It was awesome. I'm glad to be back.
0: I, I seriously was working on a loot simulator for. In case you weren't here this week, I thought I was just going to go back to past episodes and and throw in in the in post production, throw in a bunch of loot. That, honestly, that would, would have have been hilarious.
2: I, I think I should sit out next week just so you can do that. Well, I'm a little disappointed you're here right now, but <laughs> 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 <Just
0: kidding. laughs> of course we're, we're we're so happy that you were back and yeah. well and and, uh, and on the right track. Oh, I love you guys. Real question.
2: So so what's the topic? What are we doing? Oh, uh, before called, that, you being
0: very selfish, you don't
1: have anything that's on your workbench, but the two right. of us might. So let's not skip that segment.
2: Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have something that's on my workbench.
1: Oh, so tell me. Great.
2: Okay. So, um, um, no, I, I really don't. I, I,
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Never mind. Go ahead. What about you, Phil? Uh,
1: okay. So I've got a few things. So one, if anyone's following me on Instagram, uh, and I made the joke last week that you should be, but now I'm being serious. You should be following me on Instagram because I'm Am I, am
2: awesome I following you on, on
1: Instagram? Instagram? Uh, yeah, you do. Okay. And uh, so I got myself a uh, a new-to-me table saw, and uh, I picked it up yesterday, and I'm super <coughs> excited about it. And Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All no?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Table so, uh, saw. Yes. Our timing so,
2: is impeccable, you guys. Yeah. It really is. <laughs>
1: Well, I'll fix that in post. Uh, no, I won't. That's, that's next
2: week's topic, by the way. We're going to fix Fixing everything in post. In post.
1: Fix, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so meta. Um, and it's uh, – no, but I got – what happened was I saw this saw on Craigslist or what, what we have here is Kijiji, which is much more popular. But let's just call it Craigslist. I saw it Ooh. on there and I and, saw uh, and it. was like 600 bucks. And, but I noticed that this guy has been selling it since April. No No movement. Um, but he's English and it's predominantly French here, so I had a feeling that was the reason because this thing looks amazing and, and no movement, it just come down in price from $1,000 all the way to 600 I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the guy an offer. If he bites, I'm going to sell mine and I'll do it. So he bit at 500 I sold my old Delta contractor saw for 325 So for the swing of 175 bucks, this thing is next level, I assume what because I haven't it? finished putting it together now. Um, yeah. It's like it's the jet super saw. So it's a ten inch left tilt hybrid. Uh it came with the sliding table, but I'm not going to install it because he actually added a steel Biesmeyer to it and you have to cut the rails and he never did for the slider to work and I have no patience for that.
2: Yeah, and you don't you'll you'll never get as much out of your the sliding table as you will that Bismeyer fence is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: And I, it came with um a miter sled, and I'll do all kinds of accessories and stuff. So I'm not really worried about the loss of the sliding table, but I'll keep it because if I ever resell it, I mean that's a that's a huge feature. Yeah. And, and uh, but the thing is, I don't think he ever used it. Either the guy cleaned it with a toothbrush, or this thing was never used because it is immaculate. At, like the top is silver. The insides, you could eat off of them. I I'm blown away by the shape of this saw, and I'm super super excited. The other silly thing that I wanted to mention. Was I'm actually changing the name of my uh, of my YouTube channel? I decided to do it on a whim today. I hit 2,500 subscribers, and uh, and it as yes, knows,
2: that, yeah, blow it, baby, blow <laughs> it. I love that.
1: Yeah, no, it was great. I was pretty excited to see that. And I've been going by Jake and Emmy's Dad, which again I mentioned before. It started from uh, from my Etsy Etsy shop, but it just as I grow the channel and stuff, it just doesn't feel right. So I'm just changing it to Phil Pinsky Productions, and I can just do everything under my name. I might call it 3P. I don't know. So um, so I'm just taking in that direction.
2: Oh, I, I kind of nice. like that. And yeah. you know, since my surgery, I, I have to do at least three or four Ps like every hour. So <laughs> I, I, like, I like the 3P. I'm just saying Subscribe. I
1: like 3P. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Subscribe. All right.
2: <laughs> Subscribe, baby.
1: And, uh, oh, and I started filming another YouTube video, so I'll have another one out uh, hopefully this week. It's a pretty quick one. It's just a um, – a screw tote because I have like all these millions of different sizes of screws that I keep, let's say, in inventory, and they're in boxes and they're all over the shops. So I'm like, where's the one in five eighths? Where's the two inch? Where's the three inch? And they're all over the place, so I'm making them. I'm making a screw tote, which is basically kind of a tiny toolbox, but with partitions in it, eight partitions, um, and it and it's made from reclaimed. I'm those those coffee table legs that I had. Or maple, so I'm using that and some some oak, and it'll be really really nice. And so, is your
2: idea once you get this thing going, it's going to be like a um, like a drawer organizer, almost for like silverware to put the boxes in, or actually slots to pour the screws in?
1: To pour, the, yeah, it'll be fixed to pour the screws in. So it'll be like a toolbox, but it has let's say have eight cavities in it, big enough for screws. Mm.
2: And then last, I, I don't mean to keep harping on this, but are you going to glue it together and then use like nails? To join it or you're going to use screws and if so will you be able to find them because you haven't built it yet
0: <laughs> and if you use all the screws up what are you going to put inside it these boom are the, there's like three booms <laughs> boom 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 no,
1: these are the hard-hitting questions guys these are these are the questions that everybody wants to know, Listeners and you're want to know. i'm glad you asked them uh glue is is the answer to your question <laughs> okay <laughs> and I think I'll be fine to find the screws. <laughs> but I'm glad we covered those bases.
0: Well, I was I was concerned for you. I do not want you to get into the project and then just have
1: it all fall. Right, the whole thing could have just been a meltdown. I'm glad we I'm glad we sorted that out.
0: That's why we're well, here. I, 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 people want to know, especially
2: from us, that when you have a screw loose, you can do something about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely have one of those. Tim, uh, Tim, why don't you uh, why don't you let us know what you're working
0: on? Oh God, it's. Uh... Uh, been a little little crazy week for me. I've been uh, subbing for the guy that replaced me in the band I retired from. So uh, on top of some you know fairly busy time in the shop, I've been picking up gigs. so today i'm I'm recording this after I was just on the on a, at a beach bar all day. and uh, it, fortunately, it wasn't ridiculously hot and sunny, so I'm not completely dehydrated and and brain dead from the gig, but I was out playing. But it was great because I got to play the the door bass in a real life situation. It was the first time I'd gotten to use that. Um, the bass guitar that I made out of the holocord door. How did and, it sound? And it's, it, it sounded good. It sounded, at first when I, I set up before we started and I brought my, my tried and true water ski bass, because uh, I built it for these types of gigs you're right? outdoors on the beach, I mean, obviously, and and still aesthetically, I mean, that's the way to go, hands down. And and so I kind of ab beat him a little bit. I said, I was like, which am I going to play? And I ended up doing the first set in the water ski bass because I was familiar with the sound and, and it, it seemed right. Then I was like, well, I, br- I got to try this thing out for a set. So the second set I did on the door bass and, uh, at first, I wasn't digging it, like without it being live. I was, thought it was a little too clacky. But then once the once the other instruments started playing, it, it got into the mix. It sat into the mix, awesome, and okay. uh, and I and it played really, really well. And uh and it has all these other tonal qualities of that are different from any other bass I own. So it makes which is exciting. The musicians love that because it's like the, one of the sayings is like every guitar has a song in it, you know, and um and so like I was just finding other notes and doing things that I wouldn't have normally done because of the instrument, which is just always exciting and fun.
2: You know. So real quick, because uh, first of all, the water ski that we were talking about, mine is laminated both across and down the layers, which okay. I I, th- I didn't realize that, so that's kind of cool. But since the hollow, I mean, the, the water ski is a solid wood base. Am I correct in that? Yes. Yes. And the hollow code door is hollow. Yes. So does it have a more hollow sound?
0: Yes. Yes, it does, and that is one of the reasons I was interested in making a base out of the hollow core doors because I. Traditionally, I play the double bass, the stand-up bass, and I and that's a hollow instrument, and uh, and I like that sound. And so when I play bass guitars, I mean I have all the typical bass guitars that you're supposed to have and stuff. But even with the, with acoustic guitars or, or electric guitars, I always like the hollow body sound of guitars, like the Gibson ES-335s and and, uh, and whatnot. And, and the bass guitar that I I, most I like the ES-49s myself. Yeah, like. me great, too. It's a me great too. one. It's I a agree. great one. But um, yeah. but then the I, I have these really kind of it was actually one of my first YouTube videos is just one particular brand of a crappy kind of acoustic bass that I've been modifying and playing for years and that's what I play it's like a hollow body bass guitar so when I had these doors come into my shop I was like oh it's almost like that bass it's just thinner and so I thought it'd be cool and and uh, so it actually it, it was an interesting sound it was somewhere between uh, the two you know uh, like the, like a full acoustic and like a solid body so cool. I have
2: I have one more thing to tell you expect in the mail i have an idea i'm gonna make you an acrylic because we talked about this doing oh yeah uh, yeah right but i've changed my mind i'm not going to tell you what it is but i'm going to make the acrylic top and bottom and you can fill it in with whatever you want and make a guitar or a bass out of it and it's a cool. it's a tim sway bill lutes collab that it's going to blow away it's the viral right now It's just going to be gosh darn viral
0: it has a virus no, that's it. That's it. I love the idea of doing that, and it would be really cool, especially like having you start it and not being a, an instrument player. Like, I just love the idea of you making something without any preconceived notions of like size and, and dimensions and shape, and just be like, here, make this play. You know, because that's. I, think, I but see, that's
2: why I think it would be cool is because you could do that. I think you could I can absolutely do that. I, could. I know you can.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the, the question and is then, how well. The,
2: <laughs> right, but then I'd like you to lie to me and get a few other people that know about music, say um, Bob and David. And yeah. have them lie to me and tell me how great it oh, sounds awesome it yeah. and what an amazing idea <laughs> yeah. it was.
0: So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll totally make that happen. All right, um, I like it. But so yeah, so I've been doing all these gigs, um, and then I also have uh, you know some work going on. Like I've been making stuff for the the uh, adventure games people, where they have the the props and stuff, uh, which has been a lot of fun. I have a, a pinball machine just got delivered to my shop. That I'm going to be turning into a desk. That's going to be like unlike any of the other pinball desks I made. It's like a oh from that lady. Yes, yeah, completely unique thing that she wants to do, which is going to be kind of cool. And remind I have, folks
2: about that. What's that? You should remind folks about that build, uh, keeping people in the loop again. So
0: oh well, I, I have a yeah, I have a a pinball desk build I'll be doing, and I'm, I'm pr- I might videotape it. I'm not sure because it is going to be so different than the other one. But she just wants to use this desk in a completely different way. She has a very specific need, and she wanted a very specific-looking pinball machine. It took her a while to find one, and now it's in my shop. So hopefully I'll get going on that soon. But the thing I'm really excited about right now is that I, I invented a game. And I think it's good. <laughs> what <laughs> and game? I, uh, it's, uh, it it's, doesn't even have a name yet. Uh, but I made it. It's out of wood. And you know, and I and I came up with the rules, and it started. I'm on the second prototype now, and uh, the the first one I it was you know too simple, like it was too much chance and not enough interaction, But I've come up with a format for this game. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I don't I don't know how to tell you guys this, but I'm I'm kind of a big deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what movies have even seen? I know. That's good. No, I was. I, it just it, like I didn't. Like I didn't expect it to be good. The, the reason I was started thinking about it was I was thinking about how Trust and Timber wanted to do this game challenge that we launched a few months back, and and I wanted to see if I could reinvigorate it by making a game um, because I don't think too many people have uh, have done anything yet. And I think it was partly because we he wanted to give people a lot of time before like the Christmas holidays is when it's supposed to come in, but we started it so soon. I think people just sort of forgot about it. So I wanted to try yeah. and make this video and and get people thinking about this game challenge again. Um, and then I made the game, and I was like, "Oh, this will be cool." I had this very simple idea, and then I just started developing a little bit, and now I think I've turned into what was actually a pretty cool game. And so I'm trying to decide what I, how I want to approach it. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to make plans that I'll make available to sell, and maybe make, uh, you know, make a bunch to sell. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to try and maybe do like a pre-order, like a almost like a like a toy backer. Type thing, like to see if there's interest, or just make them and put them up on my on my website for sale. I'm not quite sure yet. I haven't really figured that out, but that's all going to be coming somewhat soon, I hope, because I really uh, I like the idea and I'm still refining some of the aesthetics of it. But um, I I played it with adults and I've played it with Vance and uh, and it works and I can't believe it works.
1: <laughs> Sick! I can't wait to see that. I'll definitely back your toy.
2: Cool, man. Yeah, I I will support you as well, but I'm not comfortable saying it like Phil just did. I don't, I
0: don't it, it sounded awkward as soon as I said yeah. it. I was going to let it slide, but not Bill. No, eh? All right. So now that the podcast is over, we've we've yeah. eaten. Now up that, that we've alienated our last fan. Thank, yeah.
2: Thanks for having me back, you guys, yeah. and I mean that. Both of you out there who listened. <laughs>
1: I think, I think um, that Tim and I are the last two who listen.
0: Yeah, we're the last two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can okay. actually
1: get to a topic. Let's let's get to it. So this week's topic, since last week's was extremely theoretical, this one is going to be very, very practical, hands-on, boots on the ground. It's called Upgrades. What were the things that um, you upgraded in your shop, either tool, technique, or attitude, that allowed you to take your game to the next level?
0: Hmm. Attitude, interesting.
2: I, I was going to say, if, if we want to start, one of those... Things that is like, you know, what do they say? That, you know, some things are forever changing. In the body. Like our constitution, it's a living, breathing. My attitude is constantly being changed when I learn new techniques, get put in my place. When I'm showed something that I thought, hey, this is the easiest way, the best way to do something. And somebody comes along and says, hey, have you tried this? And I was like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, as far as an attitude in the shop, if you're really open to learning um, upgrading your attitude i've been doing that for years i think on a daily basis you know on a, on a weekly basis on a monthly basis so that's to start this off with i can honestly say that
1: 100 percent. Mm. no i mean Excellent. i think oh, you know i still sort of consider myself a beginner so i go at this in a very as a very uh it's very humble experience for me you know like there's so many and and seeing and experiencing the level of um you know of of knowledge and ability that other makers in this community have is, is extremely humbling and, I, and I'm always sometimes kind of shy to even talk about my stuff because I still feel like such a beginner. But the attitude I think that's important is to share, you know, and you're only going to learn by sharing and showing what you do and then getting critique on it and that kind of thing. So don't be shy. I think that's that's one of the, the attitudes that I that I, I have changed. Um, and, you know, and, and, and to not be afraid of failure, because you will fail. It's how you fix those problems. Like the masters have failures. It's how you fix them that makes you a master or whatever it is, so that's, that's the attitude that's changed for me, is not being afraid and, to, and, to fail. And
2: for anybody that's thinking about, you said how you learn, it's also how you teach. You know, Whether it's like, hey, I just figured out how to make a really cool tap handle for my buddy's kegerator new mm-hmm. guy don't no, i've never made a whole lot of but i just made one the most share that you're teaching other people are learning so someone like me i've never made a tap handle off of the lathe so for me it would be something to learn from somebody who's maybe been woodworking for the last three months you know That's so true. all that 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 skills and experience have their place but it it all
0: is relevant it all matters I had a I just some of the recent videos I put up were experimenting with um, like a bandsaw to do jointing, and then I did it again with a jigsaw to kind of do like a limited tools build because I think a lot like that like Izzy had that. the yeah oh, thanks. and uh, I saw your I saw that you saw that I think. I don't know whatever but <laughs> he,
2: he never comments on my my comments. Uh, I don't know why.
0: Yeah, uh, you know Izzy had that fifty dollar woodshop uh, series that he did for a while and I've I done stuff like that in the past, but I kind of want to do more videos like that for beginners. And, uh, and people that have less space and tools than you know some of us and so i did that whole video like that and there's this like paragraph and a half like like comment of this person saying thank you so much i i love this video i don't understand the jargon i used it someone let me use a saw once because they thought i was cute and uh and i loved it and but i'm afraid to go just do it by myself and like all this just like now i know what saw to buy and you know like i was like that's awesome and like i just i love that so it's like it doesn't matter really what level you are because that same person watching any number of my other videos would have just gotten nothing out of it. It would have just been sheer entertainment. But this video actually like got her to, or I'm assuming it her, to be uh, just like, boom! I'm gonna go buy a saw and make something. You know, it was, it was that's cool. an
1: amazing feeling. 100. percent
0: Yeah, I was like, it, it like justified like, like the past four years of my channel, you know, <laughs> or however long wow. I've had it. It was awesome. Yeah,
1: that's great. Hmm. Let's um, let's talk about some of the tools that you have bought as either replacements for existing tools or that you upgraded and, and it was an, a, a game changer as far as an ability, like plasma cutting versus angle grinding. Like, oh, I'm sure yeah. that, was, that was an upgrade to the way you make things. So, wa- Bill, why don't you go first and let us know what some of the major upgrades were for you and your abilities to make, um, tool-wise.
2: Tool, <laughs> I, just, I, I just had an upgrade. Yeah. Or downgrade. Or removal. What do you call that? And ex- know.
1: You excised a problem.
2: I did. I did. And I had a guy stand... My head spun around and everything. But anyway... Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, mean, I was thinking about that. And I've had the opportunity to have, over the years, a lot of really cheap tools. But I've had access to some really great tools. So that surprise when I did the upgrade wasn't as great as maybe as as you guys, because I've always upgraded mainly because I've had access to a better tool. It's like, oh, man, this really does make a difference. For one, um, one thing that really made a difference for me was a a very cheap um, uh, tabletop bandsaw that I had for a long time. And but I had access to a shop that had, and it was a very old bandsaw, but it was a really old Craftsman, goofy-looking bandsaw, but it was so well taken care of, and it ran so well. So like, there, it was night and day. So I I knew that that upgrade, which I eventually got here, um, would would make a difference. But like I said, I've I've had access to some amazing tools in the past, so. Sometimes I will even choose to get the cheaper ones just for whatever reason, finances, or because it's a good deal, knowing that how much better a better one will be. Mm -hmm. But the last thing I actually paid money for when I started rebuilding my shop after a couple years ago when I didn't have anything – is I started off with a Craftsman folding table saw. I think I told you guys about that one, little job site saw. Yeah. And then uh, I think last year maybe or the year before I was able to get uh, it was on sale. I got a great deal on it, but it's the um, rigid hybrid table saw. Mm. It's Night
1: 4512.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, to me, after using the little one for so long. Dragging it out in the driveway, moving it around, using a bungee cord to tie it to the bumper to hold it steady when I had a long piece of wood. All kinds of fun stuff. Mm. I swear, I think I mentioned this, I can take a piece of wood at my new table saw, throw it at my table saw, and like a Ginsu master, the blade (laughs) jumps out. And and the two pieces I need to cut (laughs) land perfectly on the other side. And then I just bow. That's the difference to me after using a so for a lot of so for a lot of people, you know what a good one's like, but use a use one that's not that's adequate for a long period of time and you forget. You forget how good a good tool is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my, my table saw is a whole other story like that too. I mean it was it was a my first table saw really I had one of those little tiny job sites that I borrowed. I cut myself on the darn thing. Then I didn't even use one for a long time. I just used a skill saw. So when I got the table saw it was like a huge improvement over doing everything with a skill saw on the edge of your table. But uh, now I'm at the point where I, I can't wait to upgrade that. Um, and I'm a little jealous of yours. But I am supposedly going to be getting Jimmy's eventually whenever we can connect. I just haven't had a chance to connect with him, and he's been busy too. But uh, I'm definitely anxiously awaiting that upgrade because I know how valuable the table saw is in a workshop. And, uh, uh, and
2: I think we should re- um, uh, hang on to the right to ask Phil this question again when he gets his new saw put together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I- I I, um, I started off as one of those uh, skill saw table saws, you know, like the, yep. so it's rickety little thing. And it's the first thing I started with, I bought that saw for 40 bucks, uh, flipped it for 80. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, to be honest, I have, I've yet to lose money on, on, I've only ever made money on, on flipping tools. I always buy used, but whenever I sell them, um, and I'll give this, this tip to anyone who's doing it. Uh, take a lot of pictures when you post things on mm. Craigslist, and take good pictures. Mm-hmm. Clean the clean the tool. Take multiple angles. Take all the pictures that you'd like to see if you were buying. I noticed most of the time, and maybe it's just me, but I think it's most Craigslisters. They take like one picture in dim lighting, and mm. like they have other things stacked on the tool. You, you immediately downvalue that item in your head.
0: Yeah. But
1: when I take a tool and I sort of like make it. I, I revere it in these pictures. it makes it look like it's twice its value, so i i I flipped it in one day and I probably left money on the table actually but regardless so can going I, from
2: can the- i add can I add to that though um sure. one other thing you can do is uh our buddy Tony Rouleau, if you can get him to pose in a few of those pictures,
1: <laughs> the sexiest man alive
2: posing with your tool will definitely get it sold. I'm just saying
1: yeah that's that's definitely true that guy. Yeah, Tony, the body, yeah, no, 100 love, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, well, I went from a skill saw to a a Delta contractor saw, and that's Mm. you know, it had a cast iron top, but it had the steel stamp wings. And then I upgraded that from the crappy Jetlock fence that it came with to a Beesmeyer aluminum clone. So that was a massive upgrade. This is like going to be a whole other level for me, and I will report back next week. Hopefully, I'll have it built on that. But once we're talking about upgrades and tools, I will mention once again. Just
2: don't put it together on your Rubo bench, so We may never see this happen. I'm just saying. <laughs> the,
1: the Rubo curse. I was actually going to say the Rubo was a huge uh, upgrade for my shop. I um, and, and the tool wall has been a huge upgrade, just the organization. And uh, if I could just plug the fact that I just did a video. I did a, a review for Bessie, and I used that. Uh, to build some tool holder or a tool holder for my last uh, plane. So using the Rubo was an upgrade and just a pleasure to use. It really makes working in the shop with little pieces, things that need to be held, it it just makes it fantastic. Mm. Everybody needs a big, heavy table to work on. None of this rickety crap. Upgrade your stuff.
2: Mm. Now, I'm not trying to plug the guy, but I think if Tony actually made a Rubo band, wouldn't that be cool, the Rulo Rubo?
1: He did
0: make one. (laughs) Oh, never mind. He has is a, it he made a machine out of one aluminum? One if you watch his shop tour video, he shows it, yeah. He made it, uh, that was one of the first things I saw of, of his that he made. It was right around the time that I sort of met him online. You know. Hey, Bill, can you believe that Tim just sandbagged us with, uh, with Rulo?
2: What
1: what's up with that? <laughs> I can't believe this
0: guy.
2: It's like, well, I watch what he does. Apparently you two don't. And
1: you guys are just looking what? at his I body. I'm checking out
2: his work. <laughs> well I was going to anyway. say, I watched the video too, but I didn't see any table in it. That's
0: all I'm saying. No, I, I remember him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Tim. The view from under the yeah. bus is fine.
0: <laughs> I just I remember I remember that was the first I'd heard that word actually I mean I under I knew what a woodworking bench was and and but I remember him like talking you know specifically about that as he was building it and so I was like kind of curious about it because I've never had any kind of proper working bench I' oh, know yeah. like I have a I have a very heavy bench now just because it's you know the size of most people's houses but uh, yeah. you know but it's like it's not like I never had like a butcher block type top or anything like that so I remember like kind of checking that. I was like oh that looks really cool like that'd be a nice thing to have. You know doing and now you know speaking of upgrades one of the you know one of the things that i've been sort of doing now is i'm like upgrading by using i'm trying to put like i'm putting more effort back into the hand tools and away from the power tools Mm
1: -hmm. likewise yeah
0: i think a lot of middle-aged men are you know but um but i like i found like you know i have a um wait 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 wait.
2: wait, wait, wait. i'm I'm just saying you two have fun with that this middle-aged man i've had my share of hand tools i'm good
0: (laughs) well i I can plug it
2: in it's all better
0: Okay. I mean, I, I have I have one of those electric planes, you know? One of those hand electric planes. Yeah. Yeah, electric hand plane. And uh and I remember I kinda
2: call that my paint stripper actually.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> it's pretty good at that. But I I remember using that thing to like plane tabletops. And now I don't. That's not what right? it's
1: for. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Now, I mean, you use it for, edgy, you know, because i got to be like, oh, because it'd be all uneven. So I'd knock it down a bunch of that and then finish it with a sander, a belt sander and stuff and go into that route. But now I'm finally, as I'm getting better at sharpening my planes and setting them up, like how much better that is, you know? So it's like the upgrade is like, obviously, and then you think about it, it's like, well, there's a reason why these tools are revered and, and they're still used. is because they really work well. So I'm trying to like look at that a little more, you know, as, as I'm doing things. Uh, so that's that's an upgrade too. It's just upgrade, and maybe it's the upgrading attitude, like like you kind of said, is one of the things. Maybe I'm upgrading my attitude by rethinking my approach to how I would do things. Sure, taking definitely. the slower route, maybe you know, because sometimes a slower route is actually faster. It seems, you know. Oh, it definitely is. So, if I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna.
2: I I just got this amazing idea, you guys. Next, not next show, but a new show topic. it be, controver- be controversial. It's going to be controversial. Without a doubt. I'm not even messing around right now. Wait, hang Seriously. on, I'll
0: turn the simulator off. Hang on, I, I can fix this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but think about this. I want to build and design, and I know I can, an automatic hand plane.
0: Oh, you and Izzy. <laughs> you and Izzy could get right on there, yeah. Right? right? You got a cog? Right? Yeah, you got a, you got a wheel with a off centered you know, like a train.
2: An automatic hand plane. Go <laughs> ahead, Con- controvert, go ahead, amongst yourselves, controvert amongst yourselves.
0: Hey,
1: you know what actually is a really good upgrade? Um, if you've got a drill and you're using that to drill and to drive, getting a separate <laughs> impact driver is a massive upgrade in the shop.
0: Yes. Yes, it that is. That was, was, was a huge one I know That That's
1: yeah. a huge one for me. You're smiling at me. I absolutely skipped over what you just said, Bill.
0: Yeah.
1: It's it, called it's... a planer. That's what your automatic hand plane is.
0: Well he's, he's No, I, w- I was just thinking
2: how cute it is when you when you when you you have a certain look
1: uh-huh. that's
2: when the Ryan Gosling just turns on and it just makes <laughs> me shut up. So it's like Charm. he passed over me, but I enjoyed the experience. Thank you.
1: Listen. Listen, some people like to be shunned. You're one of them. What can
0: I say?
2: Oh I'm a shunner from way back, trust me. I'm a A Shunny. <laughs>
0: I don't know what that means,
1: but it's funny. <laughs> I don't know if it's the surgery, but man, are you funny tonight.
2: <laughs> Did I mention lots of new drugs? Yeah. <laughs> Let's
1: try to remember the recipe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's called open, eat, drink, good. Okay, right. let me, that looks good because they can see me. Open the bottle, pour out the pill, eat the pill, drink a little water to wash it down, close the bottle, life is good.
1: Okay. <laughs> for anyone who is a recovering, um, you know, substance abuser, he's mostly kidding. Yeah, <laughs> He's blinking asymmetrically okay. right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Sure. Let's, uh, yeah. What
2: else was a, um, what,
1: what, what else was a huge upgrade technique wise for you? I think we talked about hand tools a little bit and I, I guess that falls under that, that space.
0: You know, here's one. Okay. Um, sanding. <laughs> Everyone's favorite chore, right? Um, and no, I'm not going to talk about your sander, Bill. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about your your. Uh, uh, it's not. It's again. It's again. It's attitude. Uh, the attitude change, like you know, someone says, like, okay, can you make this table? And so I go and I cost it out and I figure like, yeah, okay, it's going to cost this much of material. I got this, that's going to take me this many hours. And as I go through that checklist and I come out, I always to this then I got to sand and finish, right? And like, that's like my least favorite thing to do is the, the finishing and the sanding, of course. And so when I think about it in my head, I think about it like, well, that's going to take freaking two hours to sand that or, you know, whatever. But then I've recently started actually paying attention to how long it takes to sand something. And it Feels like two hours, but it's usually only about ten or fifteen minutes. You know, <laughs> and you're done, and um, and so like I've been kind of paying attention to that. Like, oh wow, geez, maybe it's not as bad as I think about it. Like, it's not like oh geez, I got to sand for the next two hours. It's oh, I just got to sand for the next fifteen minutes until it's done. And so I find myself being less like oh god, this stinks, and just you know going through the motions, and more like oh wow, this is I, I can start to see progress. You know, it's, it's like an upgrade in the attitude towards sanding and some of those those menial tasks. Well, I'd be curious well, to so you know. You
2: Go ahead. I was going to say, I think you got to remember, Tim. Um, new style, what making as opposed to traditional style woodworking, um, and especially of late, maybe that's progressed a little bit. There's been upgrades to how you sand and the different types of sanders and whatnot. But a few years ago, sanding, that's a lot of work. When you build a traditional style, you know, more woodwork like real woodworking, something Matt Cremona. Mm-hmm. I've done a few pieces in my life that Matt or Mark Spagnolo would, would say, hey, that, that was nice, Bill. That turned out well. Mm-hmm. I did dovetails and, and proper mortise and tenons, and I oh. sanded through about 10 to 15 grits. And mm-hmm. that's when it's a chore. Mm-hmm. Now I basically, my idea is sand it well enough to to where you can work it out in the finish. Because yep. it's a whole lot easier to put a nice smooth coat on a couple coats of poly than it is to take a really rough piece of wood down. And most of the look that I think both of we go for is more industrial anyway or, or upcycled or whatever you want to call it. But in fine woodworking, when you're really doing something, you're working on a project that's going to take you probably six months to build properly. Mm. you know. Or, or in that style, which is more traditional type woodworking. So their sanding is kind of a chore. Um.
0: Well, when, when, like the, the Vance video we just put up, I had him sanding uh, aluminum. And, um, and we went through the grits with that. And I, I only I, I had him go through like four grits, I think was what I had on him. But I got him up to 1,000, you know, and then we were doing a Scotch-Brite and, and stuff. But, um, you know, but it was a small piece. And, I, and I've, that's like part of it, too. It was like, you know, like on my, my double bass that I play, the, the fingerboard solid ebony. And it shines. It shines like it has lacquer on it and it's just from being sanded you know it's just polished and and sweating on it a little bit that helps too and you know just the the wearing but um but it's you know it's 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 like you know that it can get there uh but and i've done that i mean it's i built that you know but uh it's only this big it's not a a giant credenza you know and that's yeah i mean that's a different i'm not even talking about that
2: (laughs) it doesn't have to be giant either the the go ahead I was going
1: to say Bill touched on it, but I was curious to know what your what your actual technique is for a tabletop finishing. Like sanding, uh, what tools do you use, what grits do you use, and then what are you finishing? Because I want to build a desk soon, and I, I was curious to know how you do it. Well, you know, it um, depends. Te- yeah. Who you asking? I'll oh, well, say my
2: technique real quick. Um, if you start off with about a 150 sanding, assuming that your wood is not like a, an old wine barrel that's mm-hmm. warped. Right, but I mean, if you've got some decent wood, plane it down. Do whatever you got to do. Start with a 150, go to a 220. That's all I ever do. All I ever do, and then from that, you do some do some careful, decent finishing, three or four coats of some good poly, and buff those out in between. And that's where I think a lot of people they screw up on their smooth finishes is in the finishing. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, spray lacquer's fun and everything, but you still need to kind of buff it out in between coats, even if you know it takes you 10 minutes to dry. How do you do that? Take that. 400 wait till it dries and yeah 400 grit or something some really small and just but down all you're doing is knocking down the little dust you're,
0: you're not rubbing like big circles and sanding the whole thing you're going like once across every square inch basically
2: pretend just. pretend you're using that sandpaper to wipe a baby's nose that's yeah. how you really seriously you want to hit that poly yeah. okay. you're just you're just knocking down the dust a little bit Blow it off, wipe it, vacuum it, whatever you want to do. Put yeah. another coat by the middle. It, it feels like a piece of glass. It, it really does. Yeah, like now, some, again, yeah. Is, this, is that a true technique for a fine piece of furniture? No. no. But is it going to make you have one desk that's like, wow? And and for the average guys like us, we're going to appreciate the fact that it's shiny and smooth. Mm. Yeah. Is, is it shiny and smooth?
0: Heck yeah, baby. You're all good. Yeah, it, you know, and with you, <laughs> you with the being, you know, adequate with or comfortable with hand planes too. You know, if you get into if you do the hand planes right, and you get down to that smoothing plane, mm-hmm. once you're done with that smoothing plane, Bill is absolutely right. I mean, I would probably do 120 grit first, but yeah, you know, you're really looking at two times over, and um, and I wouldn't go anywhere past 400. Maybe even do 400 before your first coat if you want to get really fancy. But uh, it, yeah, if you use um, shellac uh that dries in like 15 minutes you can knock that down and put the next coat on if you cut it a little bit you know or something like that or mm-hmm. one of these spray lacquers but then the other thing you can do too is if you're using something that's real punky and funky like a lot of the stuff that I do I do that epoxy trick where I um you know a lot of guys Yeah, a lot of guys will do that I and mean, it never really cuz it goes into you think it's got to fill the hole but it doesn't it just goes into the grain and disappears it never fills the hole like you think it, it's gonna but it mm-hmm. will on the second coat sometimes so if you can get it to kind of drip into these holes and sort of seal up, then the second coat it might make it so you can kind of fill some gaps. But that's a great trick to get a pretty level surface pretty quick. Uh, I always hate the way that stuff looks and feels. So then what I do is I sand that all down with 220, mm-hmm. and then I and then I go into like the and like a water-based poly over that to get more of a satin look, and and just and then just do the same process of putting it on, knock it down a little bit, you know, with like 400, and then put another coat on. And,
1: okay. Yeah. I'm gonna ask one more question, and then we're gonna move on to the um, to the YouTube. Um, what is your feeling on um, getting into getting into uh, the game faster by buying, let's say, entry level tools versus waiting a little bit longer to save up to get the better tool? Because you know, like we know. Get in as
2: soon as you can. Get Get in as 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 soon as you can. Get what you got. Find Craig's list. Spend as little money. Because I promise you this, 99% of the time you'll get your money back for your tools. You know, so, but make something. Because when you fall in love with that and the passion, you'll know where to actually invest your money. Because there's some tools you'll spend money on that you probably will never use. And others that you're like, wow, I really should have bought this. And just like we're talking about that upgrade, that wow moment. It was like, holy smacks, I didn't even know. That by upgrading to this tool, it's that much easier or better or whatever. But just get in the game. By, use your grandpa's. Oh, I have an old jigsaw, Craftsman jigsaw, where you can actually spin the handle that you hold spins to drive the, the blade, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. This is the worst piece of machinery somebody ever invented. <laughs> yeah,
0: why, would, why would they do that?
2: <laughs> I, I know. It's like, really? Instead of moving the jigsaw. But I'm telling you, if that, that helped, will man. work. It'll work. It'll work. It's got a little lock on it. You can lock it. So there's very minimal slop, quarter inch, maybe each side, you know, but I mean, it's, it doesn't matter because that will make you fall in love with it. You might go into one direction or the other, grab whatever tool you can as cheap as you can. When you're ready to upgrade, try and get your money back out of it. Be honest to people about, Hey, this is a great little tool. I got it for 20 bucks. I'm asking 20 bucks for it. It still works fine. You know, Mm -hmm. or I, you know, 150, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. or you can be Canadian and flip it for a profit,
0: whatever. Yeah. Or you can just give it away like I always do. (laughs) That's not a thing, by (laughs) the way.
2: (laughs) There's a TV show about that. They're brothers. They flip for a profit.
1: You're right. Um, My concern is that if you buy too cheap a tool, you will get frustrated and then ultimately sort of back out. I don't know. I have this. I I have this. um, What's it called again? I have a biscuit jointer that I actually got as a present and it was a cheap one. I mean, not dollars wise, but it's just a cheap one. It's like this house brand for Canadian tires, a Mastercraft biscuit joiner and it, it doesn't work well. And so I just stopped using biscuits, even though I could have used them a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And
2: that's weird to me because I'm trying to understand how a biscuit joiner doesn't work well. It either works or it doesn't.
1: Mm. Okay. So the fence has quite a bit of slop to it. So the height adjustment doesn't stay at the right height. So you're putting dip biscuits in at, uh, at different heights. Even when you lock it down as tight as you want to go, so even when you join your boards, it's not—it's for alignment. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. And the blade on the exit does less cutting and more chopping. So it's like the,
2: well, the slot blade's
1: is done. like, yeah, I don't know. It's—it's it's like, um, it's like chipping. It's like chipping out instead of smooth cuts. Well, let me the let ask you this. Is wrong. I don't know. Let it's me ask a... you this.
2: Do you have do you have a better biscuit joiner now?
1: No, I'm just not going to use biscuits.
2: Okay, but uh, well, a lot of people tell you you don't need them. Uh, I'm not you of don't. that thing. It's I think
1: easier.
2: I just gave away a really cool biscuit joiner myself, um a, a expensive little one that was it's one of my favorite tools. I'll be replacing that one day. Um, but yeah, a lot of people don't even think you need biscuit joiners. So I, I don't know what I was going you to say to that, mean, <laughs> yeah. You
0: don't need a drill. I never used one, and I was always of that camp that you don't need one, and I just recently got one from um, from Bradley Boggs. Uh, he gave me one, and uh, I've used it a couple times since he gave it to me, and it's great. It's very useful. And Spend some time,
2: boys. Spend don't. some time. Watch some YouTube videos on what you can do with a biscuit joiner. You'll change your mind.
0: Um, yeah, well, uh, that's what I'm interested in doing with it is experimenting with using it. I mean, to just join two boards, sure, that's great, whatever. Uh, but what I'm interested in is making jigs for it and stuff like, like, uh, Jocko, whatever just recently made what what my first thought was is to make it so you can do splines and, um, and, uh, miters. Oh, yeah.
2: You know what? With with a couple of these pains, a couple of these pain pills I got and a steady hand, you don't need a jig for that. (laughs) You don't need a jig for that.
0: (laughs) I could probably do that without a jig because it doesn't have to be. It's just a, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but I can do it on my table saw without a jig too. I just screwed two blocks onto a piece of wood and slide it across, so it's not a big deal. You know. You stand
2: on top yeah. of the saw while it's running. Drop it down over the blade slowly. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Yeah. It's all oh, good. but you could do. You could that's build flying. face frames with them. You could do all
1: kinds of really neat things. It doesn't have to yeah. just be making tabletops. Yeah, well, well I what what like I mean, there's
2: there's a couple of cabinet guys that'll swear by them because they can build everything inside the cabinet as well and when you learn the tricks of how to use that thing and how quick the assembly goes for lining up your shelving and everything the permanent shelving that goes inside yeah it's 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 amazing mm-hmm. it, it, but if you're interested spend some time look up some biscuit joiner uh videos on the guys that know what they're doing well it's pretty amazing i'm
1: gonna dump this pos and i'm gonna i'm gonna look for a better one i'm gonna look for one of those like makita or dewalt proper ones and, uh, you know what,
2: get that fence set at 90, put super glue everywhere, that solves that problem, and sharpen up those two little uh, blades a little bit, see if it makes a difference.
0: I know, I, I find it hard it. to believe that you, the guy that, that bought that bandsaw and fixed that thing off. I up, know, right? You can't make this thing work, you can't keep a fence still? Come yeah, on, I don't man. know, I guess, you're, but then it's maker. not a do it. anymore, I don't know. Who cares?
2: Are you this sure it's the fence work? or is it feel a little nervous? <laughs> you know, ah. I, am,
0: I am pretty jittery around tools, so you're probably right about that. <laughs> No, but you, it does, you don't need to make that. I mean, you figure if you set it a quarter inch from the top, you're never going to be joining anything that's shallower than that. And if yeah. it's thicker than that, you just flip it upside down. and You can do two. So you don't you don't need Genius. to have an adjustable fence. It doesn't Genius. have to. Bolt the thing still, I'm, man.
2: It's the haircut. I'm telling you, Phil. The guy he's been talking so much more sensibly
0: it's since he got the haircut. The I, I'm it's getting so one. Funny.
2: I'm getting one. I'm getting one tomorrow. A I, haircut.
0: What a haircut or a biscuit joiner. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm am I'm gonna get my haircut first, so I know whether or not it's true to buy my a biscuit. Hair with
0: a biscuit. Sweater. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna Floby. I think that's where the Floby came out yeah. from.
0: That's started, right. The start
1: of the <laughs> jar. That would be amazing. And the
2: first, the first few prototypes were bad. That's all I'm saying. They were
1: bad. <laughs> I have a scar right there. You can see that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's um. Let's move on to what we're watching. Bill, why don't you go first and let us know what you. You probably have a whole bunch of stuff.
2: I, you know, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm actually barely hanging in here with you guys because...
1: Is it hot? I feel
2: hot. Anyway. Yeah, it feels um, hot. <laughs> we've mentioned this young man before. And it's another brother across the pond. And it's uh, Dies in Every Film is the name of his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And he's always been supportive of us. And he's a heck of a guy and what i like most his his recent video was he takes and i've always called it a kikuri knife but he spells it kirkiri but he's english so who the hell knows what he's trying to say but anyway he takes a buddy of his another youtuber sent him a broken knife and he actually did like a redesign on it and fixed it and made a new handle for it it's pretty amazing and a lot of the um blacksmithing and, and stuff that he does is without a forge. And mm. that's what I like about that. Cause I don't have a forge. So it's like, well, Hey, I do it like this. So another, another thing like we were talking earlier, Phil, about um, sharing, uh, uh, you know, Hey, maybe the guy's not, you know, the ultimate blacksmith, but he's also an amazing maker. And he does some cool videos that make you feel like you could go out and, and do that too. Mm. And he does stuff with uh, upcycling with pallet wood and whatnot. But again, dies in every film, check him out. Um, I I, he actually, and I I watched his last video and I responded. I said, I've been talking about this machete that I'm going to refurb and redesign. Yeah. And his video confirmed how I'm going to do it because I was thinking along the same lines. And I'm like, yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. So check this guy out. He's got uh, 20, almost 2,500 subscribers. So he's another one of us little guys. Let's give him some love. Let's push that number up a little bit. And um, just want you to know, brother, we appreciate you and love you. And thanks for all your love and support as well.
1: I'm done. Yeah. Word. <laughs> okay, Tim, you go.
0: Uh, I wanted to mention uh, Josh Price's latest video at the, the Pi Workshop, or PI. I think he says workshop. It looks like Pi. Um, and uh, he just put up this, this very interesting video yesterday or the other day when you hear this. Um, it titled, I'm Getting Evicted. And uh, and he's, yeah, and he's he's not actually getting evicted, but he has to leave his house that they're renting in a in a couple months or whatever. So his wife and him have discussed this that they 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 kind of feel like they're in this rat race kind of thing that they have more than they need, and so they're they're planning on moving into a mobile home like a like a trailer and uh and actually traveling around and stuff so he's you know and he kind of made this point it's a it's a it's a pretty long video but it was just really interesting hearing them kind of just as they kind of start they're a little bit just sort of talking about it and then as the kind of conversation went on like his wife started chiming in a little more saying well actually i've been kind of saying this for a while and this and that like so it's been something that's been on their minds uh of of sort of changing the way they're doing things and and uh, one of the things Josh mentioned is that, you know, there's a lot of people on YouTube that are like, oh, quit your job and go chase your dreams. And, you know, I'm like one of those people that always says that kind of stuff. And but then he's like, well, it's not that easy. And it, and he's right. It isn't that easy. And it's when I say that, it's to encourage people to go take the steps to do it, to not just quit your job and not have a plan. So they're going to be vlogging apparently about this. Oh, I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, you're
2: you know, quitting? You know, I just quit my job, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, right now, <laughs> yeah." So yeah, I,
0: I gotta go. Hang on, but so they're they're gonna vlog about this, about some of the, the ways that they're gonna go about this, and I think it's gonna be really interesting to watch the progression and see how they can make their their dreams become a, a reality. So that, you know, I
2: I have a I have a total different take on this. Um, when I went to watch that link that you sent me, Tim, I would click on it because it says, get, what is it called?" Getting evicted? We're getting or, evicted. Yeah. We're getting evicted. I click on the link, and it would actually zap me out of YouTube and Messenger all at the same time. And I'm like, "Oh, I get it. there's a there's a me- there's a message here. I was just evicted from Messenger. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Maybe <laughs> I should share that somewhere on the group. So I'm glad to know that it, that's not really what it was. And now I probably have a virus.
0: I think I think you just have a virus. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's that's why my, my throat sounds a little scratchy. Yeah. Actually, that's from I didn't even know. You know why my throat's scratchy? They stuck a, a big tube. old tube down my throat while yeah. I was under.
0: So you can breathe. And
2: yeah. who,
1: nobody tells me these things. The audacity of them. Who do they think they, they are? are? These doctors. They think they know everything.
0: You better check and make sure they didn't take anything out of you and keep it. You never yeah. know.
1: You're under, you know. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> paying for some extra
0: x-rays next week. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. You make sure they didn't take your second pancreas.
0: Yeah. Sell it on the black market. That's right. And so I've only got one gallbladder. And they might have put one of those little tracer things in you so they can follow you around and know where you always are.
2: That's what that
1: helicopter well, is?
2: Well, that would be kind of cool. I, would have, <laughs> I, I kind of have fun with that, so that doesn't bother me. People always say, you know, Big Brother this, Big Brother that. I like Big Brother. Let's play. <laughs> well, you know, big it's brother. interesting. And I <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> yeah. you know when that when that book was written i mean there was like that whole like fascism you know starship trooper kind of thing you know about it like oh big brother's watching it. what happened in reality is that the reality happened and big brother's really here but big brother is all of us it's not some it's weird some like overlord it's no, we, we are big brother we've we've voluntarily became our own personal and yours and your well, big brothers we, you know
2: let's let's do this correctly though we are big siblings big, big siblings God, sorry it's we're, yep. big, we're the new millennia, man. New yeah, millennia.
0: They've
1: somehow that's, convinced that's, that's, us what? to volunteer all of our personal information. Yeah, I ate Just here. This cloud. is what I ate. This is yeah. what I'm watching. Here are yeah. all my relevant yeah. details.
0: <laughs> Genius. <laughs> no, i so
1: the NSA, man, they are or so like smart. An, mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, in the case of me stalking Tim, it's like, Tim ate here. Tim is now doing this. <laughs> Tim is So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy He's how they got these things. <laughs> There was Reddit in the yeah, Those right. chickens look different every week, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> um, who am I
0: watching? Right. Okay. Phil, what are you, Phil, what are you watching?
1: I'm watching this guy that I rediscovered, but that I started watching way before I was making anything. And I, I got into him. It, this channel is called Last Minute Thought, but the fir- he had a channel called Samba Master or something like that. And back in the day, I was interested in turning a circular saw into a table saw. I don't know why. I thought that would be a good idea. But um, he did it successfully, and that's the tool that he's still using. But he's making stuff. Um, he's just really, really innovative about the things that he does. He's, he uses very, very minimal tools. He uses like, things that you'd be able to buy at the hardware store, not necessarily even at the home store, like the Black & Decker like interchangeable tools, the tiny little circular saw and the drill. And... He's got a bunch of those things, and he uses like a, a miter box to to do his crosscuts mm. and stuff. Anyways, just really interesting organizational
0: shop. An automatic, an automatic miter box. Oh yeah, there's that hasn't been invented. An automatic miter box. Get right on that. I gotta tell you, man. Oh, before I forget,
1: I actually <laughs> forgot to mention um, our newest, uh, biggest Patreon supporter. His name is Sean Guthrie. His channel is called Cask Woodworking, and uh, I should have mentioned him at the top, but I'm going to say it now. Thank you very much for contributing, Sean. We greatly appreciate it. Um, that's who my uh, my YouTube guy is, but I'm going to do what um, what Lutz does all the time, and I'm going to mention a couple of shout outs here. So, on Instagram, I have to say that the maker community is outstanding. It doesn't matter what the platform is, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. I happen to have found a little niche on Instagram. And two guys who have been extremely helpful and very supportive are Martin Yales and uh, Jeremy from J Harmon Design. I've been putting together my saw yesterday, and it came into a bit of a snag. And Jeremy happens to have the same saw as I do, and he just like immediately ran to go and take a whole bunch of pictures of the of the motor mount assembly for me because I wasn't sure how it went. And uh, and thank you, Jeremy. I, I really really appreciate that. That's that's what I want to say about that. Um, you can roll. A launch into our channels on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Phil Pinsky. On YouTube, I'm now also uh, Phil Pinsky, so check that out. Uh, Bill, you want to plug your stuff?
2: Well, you, you can find me, William Lutz, on Facebook and YouTube. And if I post another video, the only thing I'm going to make is a poo-poo in a little while. So otherwise, be patient with me, and I'll put out a build video soon. You
1: don't I'll need f- to videotape that, Bill. No, I'll fix that and post. Tim, do you want to... Uh, <laughs> you want to- Tim you want to plug that's, yourself That's the name of
0: this episode I'll fix that in post <laughs>
2: There's our intro right there boys
0: okay. I'm, uh, I'm Tim Sway Pretty much I'm going to make a boo-boo So just look for Tim Sway on the internet And you'll find me And Or okay. call me
1: Just call me um, Contact us for show topics, suggestions, comments All that good stuff uh, by email It's info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com Or hit us up on Twitter At reclaimedaudio on iTunes, uh, leave us a review. Greatly appreciate it. Jason again, you promised that you would leave us a review. I'm anxiously waiting on that. Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. Please follow Sean Guthrie's example and help us grow this channel. I'm, I'm uh, Something I wanted to talk to you boys was about perhaps doing some merchandise. So, you know, we need some help with that because there are some dropship programs, but they do cost monthly and things like that. So we'd really appreciate your support in taking this um, podcast to the next level and ultimately providing you with a better podcast so unless you guys have anything else for me um or want to add any other comments i wish everyone a great week and uh, and thanks for listening to us on an ongoing basis
0: yeah exactly okay be good everybody
2: bye everyone thanks hey thanks for the love and support seriously everybody i, I can't say that enough uh just we'll, we'll see you next week